We need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Woman, Get In. I am Mandy. I'm Miley. And uh, how are you all feeling out there? How are you doing, Mandy? I'm doing great. Yeah? What's uh, what's new and good? Uh, lots of new and good, I'm sure. Um, I mean, there's so much kind of constantly happening in both of our worlds right mm-hmm. now. You know, mm-hmm. work, side hustles, podcasts. There's lots going on. Like, I mean, obviously I'm not putting all of our eggs or neither one of us are like crazy about this, but like we're kind of in touch with the Today Show. Oh my gosh, yes. We have an email from 30 Rock. Yes. Like literally the email signature is producer at 30 Rockefeller Center in New York, the Today Show. I know. It's like big leagues. It's like my so fucking surreal. head popped. I'm off. like, is this? For real? Is this a joke? I mean, it's not the first time I've been on television in like a no, big you, capacity yeah. like that. But like a few years ago, you were on cool. a TV. I was on our local affiliate, yep. NBC uh, Today Show affiliate. Talking yeah. about your bakery business and sharing yeah, sharing your bakery business. Yeah, it was like that was a lo- I had dug it up the other day because I was like, did I ever? And I sent it to a friend. I was like, did I ever tell you about this? And they were like, oh, my God, that video is amazing. And, uh, I'm so proud of you. You're on that video is, or maybe just screenshots of that video is on my Instagram. I think it's one of my first posts on it Instagram. Is. You do have screenshots. Yeah. I have them somewhere way down. I mean, it was, gosh, it's yeah. pushing three years. It'll be like three years in February since that was. But I loved every moment of it. I loved, I loved it. I loved it, it was so much, much fun. I love yeah. being in front and of it was a, a microphone. Lot of she put a microphone in my face and I was like, hell yeah, let's <laughs> and talk. And they prepped you like. A month or two before, just like the Today Show. I yeah. totally just stuttered. The Today Show was prepping us because I think they'll be talking about um, Dr. Angela Kenslow, who yes. was on our podcast last year. And so they are interviewing her and she will be talking a little bit about us. So we're super thankful to Dr. Kenslow, but we're also very, very excited that we get to do a little bit with the Today Show. Yeah, and they're, they're going to mention us because she was mm-hmm. on our show and they're just wanting to talk about some of the podcasts that she's been doing and ours, you know, is one of them. And like, wow, yeah. so, so cool that they cool. even considered us yeah. and they've been sending us all these questions and they want all these things from us. And what was the name of Angela's episode? It was More Than Our Stories. Yeah, that sounds right. With Dr. Angela Kenslow. It's K-E-N-Z-S-L-O-W-E, mm-hmm. if anyone wants to and look And she's an up. incredible woman, leader, in the community so she is she's been in she's been influential and impactful so yeah that was a really fun episode we chatted with her for a long a time, long time. Yeah. sorry if the episode's long i can't remember how long the episode but we talked about being. everything we talked about yeah she was in the military so and we talked about motherhood yeah all we, the way yeah. through like starting her practice and like emdr and all sorts mm-hmm. of therapies and it was really cool yeah so please check that out and then yeah, uh, yeah. stay tuned if you're not following us on instagram give us a follow it's at woman get in all one word real yep. simple um because we just tend to be the most active over there yes. and we'll we'll be putting out like updates once you mm-hmm. know once we know more for you we will put it there and please show us some love when when you do see oh my god stuff yeah. like that i was i was like dude if this happens does anyone have a vcr i can borrow so i can tape it <laughs> <VCR>. <laughs> 
I was like, how do people record TV now? TiVo? Oh, nope, right. TiVo's not a yeah, thing. No. And then uh-huh. I was like, how you're do people right. record TV? I don't know how you record. But I think it just lives on the internet like forever. I have other exciting news about one of our former guests. Oh, yes. Please do share. Ryan, Phoenix vegan dietitian. Mm-hmm. She was on an episode with us last year in our first season as the Main Dish podcast. And she came on and talked about um, her journey to becoming a dietitian and kind of moving around and how she found her way to Arizona um some of the fallacies i think around vegan nutrition and the things that um she's really passionate about in that field she is coming out with it i think it just went up for pre-order within the last week or so it's a cookbook and it's a cookbook a vegan cookbook it's all vegan recipes it's like 85 recipes for pot what's it called crock pot dinners for two so it's small what's it called let's talk tofu oh let's talk tofu miley is obsessed with tofu oh now that i'm thinking now i really want some tofu (laughs) i think she's soy deficient and then that's when we were talking about (laughs) tofu scrambles and i discovered what tofu scrambles was yeah oh i really want tofu right now (laughs) um so yeah ryan came out with a cookbook like i I can't believe i didn't know because i talk i talk to this girl all the time like we saw her at the jonas brothers concert oh yeah yeah we wait for her from a distance i saw her i see her at the farmer's markets like I see her well, and I chat with her, her though, all the time. You know, she's probably that's probably why she's been like head down, yeah. focused hard, and now it's out, and now we can celebrate her. Yes, so it's up for pre-order. It's on Amazon. If you go to at Phoenix PHX Vegan Dietitian, all the rest of it spelled out on Instagram, you can hit her link and buy her book. I think it's like fourteen or fifteen bucks. Awesome. And I will totally be doing that. Yeah, I was so her. excited. I was like, it's just in time for Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I love that our former guests are so amazing. And yeah, and that like things are happening, that they're still out there rocking and rolling. So super, super so proud and sending her much love. I love it. Congrats, Brian. Yeah, that's so good. Cool. Yeah. So right now, um, listeners, we are recording this a little ahead of time. And it is the week after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're currently lounging on a beach somewhere in Hawaii or <laughs> exploring a mountain, watching, mm-hmm. looking at volcanoes or dried up lava or drinking Mai Tais, all of the above. Yeah. Scuba diving or yep. on boats or sipping Kona coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could be doing We anything. are relaxing and enjoying, which is kind of our topic for today's episode because we talk about ways to de-stress at the moment you're listening to this listener if you're listening to it the day it comes out i'm de-stressed as a motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) that's all there is to it i've been in hawaii for a week that's my goal too because it's hard for me to just like relax i know you're booking work trips i well you know you can hear the tone of my voice change when i even say the words work trips you know this is a work in (laughs) i'm a work in progress and like booking a vacation was really hard for me. Like the I third don't. Time. Yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> and so I actually have three times experience, like, you know, three single time experiences because like I don't book vacations. Like this I'm is not a vacation times the anxiety person. Having yes. To book this. <laughs> I, I mean, I grew up vacation is not a, a word in my family dictionary. So like we don't do vacation. So this is this is good. Like if I only work two or only two or a couple don't hours a day maybe i think i think don't I think I'll be okay. even think about it. i won't let you first of all watch i'm gonna sneak it at night no it's, gonna, you're it's not. bad this is what the I'm time about. the time is so different and you fall asleep so early here in our time zone you're gonna fall asleep. by the time i feed you dinner you're gonna be asleep and then she'll probably be up at like 3 a.m every day and i'll be like bitch sleep <laughs> 
is vacation. We'll see. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, so I'm going to learn. My goal is to learn how to vacation. <laughs> I'm like, the lizards aren't even awake yet. <laughs> Chill out. I know. Okay. So we both um, have one when, day of when, work that we yes. have to log on and do a little and, something remotely, which can I just say is maybe the highlight of my 12 years in this job <laughs> is going to be that I'm going to log in and remotely work from, from Hawaii. A beach. I was thinking from, oh, yeah, actually, I was thinking like from a beach, but yes, from Hawaii. Yeah. I'm so, stoked. Yeah. We'll tell you guys how it all uh, how, we how hope, it all goes. Yes, yes. And we hope week. you had a ma- 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 magnificent, marvelous. I was going to smoosh those words together. I hope you had all of the M's. Magnificent, marvelous, most wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. I know I did. I know Miley will. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Miley's going to be with family. I'm going to be with chilling lots of on good the beach. Food. Yeah. I'm cooking the entire Thanksgiving dinner. I'm super excited. It's the only what? thing I can cook my whole, like, I can't cook anything else except a Thanksgiving dinner. You're cooking Thanksgiving yeah. dinner? We mm-hmm. definitely need to recap on this, you guys. Because <laughs> I've never seen Miley cook anything. It's Besides, the only thing I can cook. Um, she's, I've seen her soak rice paper for wraps. I can do that, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've never seen you cook anything. I know. I've seen you throw meatballs and sauce into a crock pot. Like, That's not called cooking? No. Oh. Throwing frozen things and bottled things into a crock that pot doesn't is, count. is reheating food. Oh, then I'm a ve- I'm very good at reheating. Yeah. So, so I'm really, we're going to, listener, we're going to recap. We're going to have a food <laughs> recap after Thanksgiving. I don't know what I'm eating yet. I've put some feelers out in some groups Ooh, on okay, Facebook. Okay. Um, I'm looking for some vegan Thanksgiving dinner options on the big island. I, it's, they don't have much of a community out there. It's not oh. like here. So I'm okay. kind of coming up shy, yeah. but I hope to find something. I think you will. You usually, do, you do a really good job. You're um, very good at finding. Yeah, I'm pretty resourceful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so, a great word, I mean, resourceful. If, if push comes to shove, I'll grab a papaya off the tree out back and <laughs> yes. like passion. I'll pineapple? grab some liliquoi and yeah, I'll have some, I'll have a fruit platter yeah. for Thanksgiving. I don't know, but I, I'm sure I'll be super happy, whatever I oh, end yeah. up well, with. We're going we're gonna to be in Hawaii, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. super happy and super unstressed. I hope your Thanksgivings weren't too stressful. Yes, and that you got to relax as well. And, and your so your football team wins. That means everybody's football team is going to win if you're hoping everybody's football teams. Win. I'm hoping that the one person listening. I hope your football. What are you talking team about? Wins. We have more than one listener. <laughs> I'm just talking. We have to like the at one. least you know two. who you are. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, we're super excited that you're back with us this week, and um, have an awesome time listening to this episode. Yes. Enjoy, friends. Miley, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about stress. Ooh, stress. And how to manage it. And the thing about stress is sometimes I think stress can be seen a lot of times as a bad thing. Mm. But I think to me, I think when we talk about stress, we, we want to make sure that people understand, like, I think in my mind, stress is a spectrum. I think what we want to keep in mind is that there can be good stress that help you, um, you know, stay on top of things or be productive or push you along and motivate you when you need something to kind of kick your ass. But today we're going to be focusing on some of the stress that, you know, the stress that makes you unproductive, stress that can be bad or negative to your overall health yes uh mental and physical Mm -hmm. um stress 
is, in my opinion, mostly unnecessary because I think we stress about a lot of things that we can't control. Um, but stress the feeling of being overwhelmed or unable to cope with mental or emotional pressure. Um, that's a description I found online on oh, a mental okay. health website. <laughs> and I think that's basically the kind of stress we're talking about today. We're talking about stress that gets to the point where it runs you down mentally mm -hmm. and eventually it will run you down physically. And mm -hmm. I can attest to both. Me too. <laughs> I've been there. And I mean, we're not going to, we're not here pitching a stress-free life. Like, oh no. If, I don't think it's even possible. And right. I don't know if it's a good thing to even have a stress-free life. Yeah. yeah. If you have a stress-free life, guess what? You're dead. Or maybe you you're in a don't box. care and you're <laughs> apathetic, you know, like when maybe. you're not really stressed about anything like then, because I think when I talk about good stress, good stress is when I care about something and that's, you know, like when something doesn't go right when I really wanted it to, then I'm like, man, you know, like I'm stressed because I really was hoping for this or I was working hard for this. And so I just need to readjust, rethink, reframe. And like the stress is going to help me make the outcome the next time around yeah. different. Right. So stress-free doesn't necessarily yeah. mean, we're you know, not pitching a stress-free yeah. life. If you've listened to any of our shows, first go round this season you know we are busy people and stress is a byproduct yes of what happens when um i'm using a trigger word of ours but like stress is just a byproduct of life like it's going to happen there are ways to manage it though and make yourself not so miserable even yeah. if you are leading a very full and active life Mm -hmm. And you will better be able to cope with the extra things that get thrown at you in your already busy and active and fulfilling life if, um, you know, if you employ some of the things we're going to talk about today. Totally. I'm looking forward to it. Um, sometimes it can be hard to notice maybe when people are stressed. I think mm -hmm. a lot of us get stuck in uh, places where we're very used to feeling a high volume of stress. And what maybe other people, what, it, what our baseline might be very different for other people, but some ways to notice stress. How do you notice stress? Hi. I notice stress. I notice I'm stressed when my mood changes mm. and I'm not as patient with myself and or other people around me. Ooh, patience. That's a good one. My Same. patience is tested many times or, you know, and, and again, is reflective in my mood because I would like to think that my mood in the way I approach life and the people around me is a positive mood where I am, I want to be engaged when I am with people or whenever I'm working on something that I am focused. So when I find that I might be distracted or that I can't really be as engaged as I want to be on average with the people around me, I can probably tell that my mind is thinking about something else that is probably stressing me out. Yeah, I can totally relate to mood a bit. For me, I, I'm always in a foul mood right before my cycle. <laughs> like, it, it's not like for days or days or anything, but there's always like one day where I'm like, I'm a little bitchy today. Right before your course? Yeah. Yeah. Right before <laughs> my courses. So I, uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to pull up my app and check where I am. And then I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, cool. I'm like, hey everyone, so, I'm sorry if yeah. I was an asshole earlier. 
So that's part of it too, right? Like stress doesn't necessarily always have to be because of some project or goal or task. It might be that your body is going through a physical stress and that can lead to you feeling stressed because Mm -hmm. your body is physiologically stressed. Well, hormones like, for example, are real. Yeah, well, hormones, but also like the, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had like a huge, oh. horrible cough, cold. You were and so sick. My body was physically stressed and it made me feel yucky. And, and so like I couldn't be as efficient as I wanted to be in my professional life, my personal life. I canceled on a lot of things and that added to my stress. So not only was I physiologically stressed, I was mentally stressed. Mm. So one type of stress might lead to other types of stress. And, and then part of that was like managing my, my thought cycle or my, my thinking and saying, you know what? The number one priority right now is to get better and then everything else will be okay. So when you're stressed, when you're kind of like, it's kind of like a storm of stress that comes. You, you mentioned emotional and like mood stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then temperament, like mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a lack of motivation. Some It's almost like being overwhelmed when you're yeah. stressed. So you might find that you suddenly can't motivate kind of like you shut down yes and that happens happened to me too sometimes so many things come at me that i'm like over system yeah. overloaded yeah. and i just like power down <laughs> i'm like i'm out i'm out catch me tomorrow and powering and down powering down just gone <laughs> um so <laughs> that definitely has happened to me um you might feel sadness or depression Mm-hmm. like discouraged mm-hmm. like I think when I'm stressed about something because maybe I haven't been able to accomplish something it might kind of uh, snowball into something else where I'm like well if I wasn't able to do that or if people are just coming at you with a lot mm-hmm. of demands mm-hmm. sometimes it's like I don't like none of this is mine to deal with it can be kind of a bummer you might okay so here's a big one for people overeating or undereating. oh i'm horrible at that because when i'm stressed i i tell myself i don't have time to eat so i have to focus on getting you know shit done you and i will skip meals yeah because i'm so stressed yeah yep, i'm guilty of that and me uh, i tend to overeat in general <laughs> <laughs> like i just do have to put parameters around my what i'm gonna eat that day but like yeah like eating when you're bored because you're stressed like mm-hmm. it's weird how like stressed and boredom can kind of kind of go all at once you can be so stressed that you shut down and you don't feel motivated to do anything but then you're stressed that you're not doing anything so you like have to wander into the (laughs) kitchen and grab a bag of chips or a thing of ice cream or whatever your vice is so like food because then that becomes something manageable Mm -hmm. that we turn to um you might find yourself pouring an extra glass of wine every Mm -hmm. night you know maybe you're doing other things i know for me in the past it definitely would have been like i totally neat I'm, I'm i'm having a manhattan tonight or i'm having a glass of wine tonight um i used to be a smoker like a million years ago and for some reason i used to think that cigarettes helped it does do they it helps de-stress a lot because what happens is oh well, thank it sends you for one vote signals for smoking into, oh <laughs> i'm not voting for smoking i'm just explaining the physiological process of when you inhale that nicotine that nicotine goes to your brain oh, and no. it you know um what is that word? Dopamine. It, it's like, yeah, ping, it, ping. it really arouse like, it, you know, the arousal centers and stuff. And it makes you feel less stressed because you feel good. You feel high. Mm-hmm. And so today, these days, I don't smoke anymore. Um, long, long time. Been 
quit smoking. Good. Don't come at me. Because um, I was gonna. But I have very romantic memories of my smoking days. <laughs> <laughs> but these days, I will take my two little fingers like I'm holding a cigarette, mm. <laughs> and I will put them right up to my mouth, and I'll... Yeah, because... <sighs> and I'll hold that puff for a second, and then I'll blow it out real good. And just the act of doing yeah. that actually forces me to take some breaths, oh, which yeah, yeah. I find helpful. And I might look like an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go there, but, but since you did. But it's a great exercise for taking yeah. a, a beat. It is. And also signals to people that they might be pissing me off if they <laughs> see me smoking an imaginary <laughs> cigarette. But, you know, on that same note, like, you know, you are breathing and bringing oxygen into your brain is actually a great physiological way of calming and, you know, de-stressing your brain. 100%. So Um, you are getting memories (laughs) of your nicotine as well as getting oxygen to your brain. Yeah, there's something about the like happy memories I have mm-hmm. of like the silly times and things we did when I was a smoker. Like, but I'm I'm getting a nice deep inhale and I'm holding <laughs> it and then I'm letting it out and like it's kind of a way of counting to five, mm-hmm. but without counting to five. But it does signal to people they might be irritating me if I do that in front of you. If you ever see me smoking a fake cigarette, looking pissed, like. <laughs> That's what's up. A little crazy. Um, a little cray cray there. Other ways personally stress has definitely uh, presented in my body has been physical pain. Yeah. And um, like I remember years ago a relationship I was in, like there were points in it where there was no undoing the tension that was happening in my like upper back shoulders between the shoulders and the neck area like I just for whatever reason manifested all of the problems in my world in my life in those spots and it was like muscle nuts I would get monthly massages I would do anything and everything to try to get some relief and it would feel good temporarily but it never really went away until I dealt with the things that were going on in that relationship and it was fascinating once it happened because once I did that I was the most pain-free I'd I could remember being in a long time Mm -hmm. so it's important to note that stress does present physically like that and And if you suddenly have problems that you don't understand why physically like there might be something you're not addressing mentally and if you continue to not address it people that have like unchecked stress and mental health issues are shown in studies to actually have higher incidence of things like cancer, mm-hmm. heart disease. I mean, other, you other name it, health problems. Like, you name it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's going to wear down your body and it's going to make you sick, cost you money and just not do you any good. Yeah. I mean, my last year of dental school and my year of residency was so stressful on my body that I developed hyperthyroidism. And I remember. yeah, and so like, but then like the year after residency, like my hyperthyroidism disappeared. Uh, and so like, it's just a crazy I didn't know how, that could happen. <laughs> well, it doesn't, I, I had to take medication for it, but I got to a point where my, I didn't have to take medication anymore because I wasn't producing any more, like too, I wasn't producing too much thyroid because I wasn't as stressed anymore. Yeah. But then a couple of years later, I was stressed about some stuff and then I developed some GI issues. And mm-hmm. now I know when I'm super stressed, I have uh, like I will man like I, my body has. Yeah, it manifests in, in my GI issues. Wow. Sometimes you might be 
stressed mentally subconsciously yeah sometimes you don't realize how stressed you are again because maybe our baseline for stress is a little Mm -hmm. higher than other people so when we take on a little bit more it's like not always as easy to notice but like sleep problems hello how many of us can like raise your hand for laying down in bed and you're like, I'm so tired and your head hits a pillow and you're like, oh, but there's 5,000 things I forgot to think about today. Let me think about them all right now. Like sleep issues, huge problem. Like sleep is life, like sleep and water. Those are the things that I preach. (laughs) Um, And then, so one other thing, a change in your sex drive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like no desire for that intimacy because you're so stressed about so many other things. Yeah. Maybe. I've only gone through very small phases in life where I didn't really care about <laughs> sex. <laughs> and I don't know if that was stress related. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was. <laughs> I don't know if it was stress related or just I maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe, could maybe I just made the rest of my life so active yeah. that sex was less important important in those moments or Less I was a priority just, I was way too focused on yeah. other things again these have been very small windows so <laughs> I don't have a lot to draw on there <laughs> but if you're finding if you're in a relationship uh, and you're finding that maybe that has gone it, downhill maybe that's yeah. one or your you or your partner are experiencing some stress that's weighing in that but that's also kind of related to like social withdrawal too like you you, you you're not interested or as interested in social intimacy like you know yeah. social interactions intimacy um you know your your relationships in your life because you know, you withdraw because you're so stressed about whatever it is. And, or maybe your body is stressed and you don't, you don't have the energy. Exactly. Bringing us right back to that depression point. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what are some ways that we want to let people listening know to de-stress? Well, I guess we can think about it in, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like big picture and little picture, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. like big picture is what are some of the things that you can consistently be doing in your life that will help you in general manage stress um, on, you know, on a daily basis, just in general, but then consistency is a great word. And then taking it down to this, you know, the, the detailed level where like, okay, today I'm stressed. What can I do about this one moment in time when I'm stressed about this, this, and this? So we can talk about, that's how I frame managing stress, like big picture and then, you know, detail picture. I love that. What are some, some big picture things? Mm -hmm. Like I know it's my side business is to bake, Mm -hmm. but I kind of started it because I mean, I've always been a baker because I love it so much. Like doing it is de-stressing to me. So sometimes when people turn to me and they're like, I don't know how you can go home after a full day of the nonsense I do in my day job. And maybe we've been at that for nine hours that day and it's been wild and crazy. I don't know how you're going to go home and bake 10 dozen cupcakes tonight. Like they just look at you like you're nuts. I'm like, what you don't get is that that is a time where no one's talking to me. Mm-hmm. I run the show. Mm-hmm. I have a system in place. It's methodical. Mm-hmm. It's soothing. Like I do this, this and this. It's structured. It feels nice and cozy because it's like 
it's exact and it's science and I'm going to put it all together just the way I've done it a thousand times. You're in control. Yeah. And it moves very rhythmically and I'm going to listen to a podcast or a playlist. And I mean, those in itself are specific things that you can do to de-stress. Like take your mind off of things. Like in the other episode with you and your time management, you would get twofers. I'm getting a twofer Mm -hmm, de-stressing. I'm doing two de-stressing things at once. So like, it doesn't always feel so much like work to me because it's methodical and um, it feels nice but to have those that. things are what allow you to de-stress mm-hmm. so a big part of de-stressing is knowing yourself yes knowing what things calm you what things create that cozy feeling so that you feel safe if you don't so, know try yeah. everything try different We're things and, give you a and, long and take inventory afterwards about like how it, it made you feel like for me um i know that uh, during my most stressful times going for a hike and just being by myself in nature and being able to breathe and being able to go at my own pace and not have to you know keep someone company or keep a conversation going like it's just me and trees and wind and 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 rocks and birds and so like for me that's a big thing that de-stresses me also knowing that like when I have a hike scheduled I have something to look forward to Mm. so you know ways to kind of help you de-stress is making sure that you allot time for the activities that nourish you that refill you that re-energize you but again it goes back to knowing yourself or just you know discovering learning Learning about yourself Mm -hmm. i love the callback to our time management episode if you haven't heard it go back and listen to it getting i love that you said getting into nature because that's well you said hike which is two of the things on my list it's like getting into nature and getting some physical activity oh yeah yeah because even if you don't love nature you're like i don't really consider myself like a nature girl i'm not like oh my god i can't wait to go hug some trees and i'm the vegan one here yeah but i'm the one that hugs trees all the time (laughs) Miley's the one spending all her time outside I'm like the outside that sounds really sneezy (laughs) (laughs) Mm. are there bugs (laughs) yeah I'm a little prissy about some stuff so it's fine I'm okay with it so (laughs) I uh but getting outside mm-hmm. is really important. Getting actual sunshine yeah. on you. Sunshine is a huge thing. That's why, again, like people who live in cities that don't have a lot of sunshine versus people who live in. Sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sunshine, vitamin D, mm-hmm. very, very important for like calming. And I'm just remembering I forgot to take my vitamin D today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, getting outside, getting actual sunshine on your skin is super important. I mean, clinical study after clinical study Mm -hmm. will show you that you need to be outside and getting some daylight into your brain. Daylight, fresh air, oxygen. It goes back to like oxygen. If you're in a place with a lot of smog, maybe you go out really early before it gets nasty or just get out of the city once a week Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and get some fresh air. Um, I was listening to a podcast recently where they were talking about getting early daylight in your eyes so i don't know if you've heard anything i've heard this a couple other places but like getting outside and no sunglasses on not through a window but actually going outside and you know how you'll see animals lay outside and kind of stare right towards the sun Mm -hmm. and it always looks like is that comfortable for you bro you're squinting (laughs) um but it's actually kind of good for you to get that early Mm -hmm. morning light that's not super bright Mm -hmm into your body it does something really good for you i wish i had more to give you guys on the outside tomorrow yeah like look into it um and see what you find but um getting that actual report back 
do it. <laughs> so getting actual like daylight on your skin, in your eyes, having your brain recognize it's daytime versus mm-hmm. nighttime mm-hmm. is really important for your rhythms, which will help you with stress. And that again goes back to sleeping and yes. making sure that you allot enough time in your schedule to get adequate sleep your body needs to rest a hundred percent um deep breathing like my smoking practice (laughs) (laughs) but deep breathe there's tons of breathing techniques i Mm -hmm. mean tons and tons of breathing techniques if you want relaxation breathing techniques relaxation meditation google them look them up on youtube Mm -hmm. insight timer the calm app there are so many apps on your phone now that you can download to listen to meditations maybe you're not like me and you're not baking for meditation google some meditations google some breathing techniques there are so many like i do some on the drive home sometimes from work because it's so stressful certain times of year there's a lot of traffic here in phoenix and holy moly i'm just super glad to make it home a lot of days (laughs) and i'll do breathing techniques for five or ten minutes of my drive Mm. some days because i'm like these people are trying to kill me sometimes you know when you talk about the driving thing sometimes for me i just when i'm stressed like taking it down from like the big picture to like the local level it's just i just need my own space and time Mm. so like if i'm at work and i'm feeling stressed i'll go and go into like a small room that you know with nobody in there and i'll just be in there for like five minutes where like no one is talking to me and maybe i'm doing some deep breathing and i'm not even sure like i'm not even aware of it but i'm just i just need some quiet time right Mm -hmm. and so like when you were talking about being in the car like a lot of times after work i drive in the car and i drive with like no music no sound or anything i just want to be yeah alone and quiet i have done that before and it'll be like six seven minutes i'll go by and i'm like i don't even have the radio on yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and i'm like but i feel a little bit better like nothing is like constantly like like my sensory system is Mm -hmm. is able to kind of just be calm for a little bit stop being inundated Mm -hmm. with so Mm -hmm. much i used to try to do yoga along the physical um, release thing we were talking about. Mm. Um, I'm not really into yoga. It doesn't really relax me. The only yoga I was ever any good at was yoga nidra. Oh, what's that? You just lay there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so look it up. I could totally do that. That's I my favorite part of the yoga. Like at the end of any yoga session, Shavasana. you always lay there, and then I always end up usually falling asleep. So yoga nidra is like that the entire time. So when I was doing some like. Uh, Uh, studio yoga classes and I was trying out all the different yogas because I didn't really know what they were like I like a nice like a candlelight flow like a nice gentle flow like those are fun usually there's some point in the class where they start chanting or humming or or doing things or like bowls and sounds and some when sometimes they get a little too and I get a little like (laughs) freak I just what am I doing here I get I'm like these people are too granola even for me and like it stresses me out that I'm in yoga so yoga nidra fantastic if you haven't looked into it it was the only yoga i was ever any good at because <laughs> you literally lay there you prop a, like a bolster under your knees you have like a bolt like under your neck and they put blankets over Ooh, you a lot I of like times this. you literally lay there it and the instructor like a, spa, like a yoga spa <laughs> yes, you're on the ground on a mat but Love you don't it. even care like the instructor basically walks you through a meditation. You're not supposed to fall asleep. If you've fallen asleep, you've gone too far and you're not getting the meditation portion of the mm-hmm. class. But it's literally you just lay there and you get walked through a meditation. 
it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, though, sorry to switch no, gears. No, this is great. Getting a massage is super, yes. super helpful for me. Such a I need treat to do that too. a lot more. But I find that like taking care of my body helps me. Like, and it goes back to you know mm-hmm. drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, eating when I should be eating, eating yeah. good food that is good for my body instead of junk food or like crap food. You know, so like a lot of times when I'm stressed. It's because I forgot the basics mm-hmm. and I have to get back to the basics. Am I eating right? Am I physically, you know, am I being sleeping. as active as I need to be? Am I sleeping? Am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough sunshine? And then once I like realign myself to the basic things that my body needs, I tend to function a little bit better. I will throw out, I recently went to get a massage mm-hmm. um, back to our previous show, season one with the main dish. We talked to Debbie with All Aglow. Mm. Right down the hall from her is a massage therapist named Janet. I had a massage by Janet and a facial by Debbie in the same day. I think it was just a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. It was awesome. Yeah. Taking care of yourself. And it's also a time where like, you just get to lay there and do yeah. nothing. And you don't have to talk. No. Oh, They're yeah. just like, does this pressure feel good? And you're like, harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So taking care of yourself is a really big thing. Huge, huge. Mm-hmm. And figure out what's working for you. Um, I really like turning on funny things. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say like in my drive, when I'm not quiet, like just quietly driving, I have, um, I will have my, uh, favorite comedian on when I drive. Who's your favorite comedian? (laughs) If she says SpongeBob. (laughs) No, but, (laughs) um, Anthony Jesselnik. Oh, interesting. He's really raunchy and offensive. Yeah. (laughs) He's kind of an asshole. He's a horrible asshole, like a complete, like horrible jerky human being, but his jokes are like I get his jokes. So the thing that about you comedy, like him makes me realize the appeal of your ex boyfriend. Yes, <laughs> and the thing is, like my ex boyfriend introduced me to Anthony Anthony Jesselnik. Of course, he but did. the thing is, well, your um, ex boyfriend also didn't think women could be funny, which royally yeah, pissed that was, me yeah, off. Yeah, I forgot about that. Actually, he would say that. Yeah, like, I did forget about that. He, he was said like, women that, aren't funny. Said, yeah. And I was like, I'll well, show you funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I really like Anthony Jesselnik because he structures his jokes in a way that I actually get. Like, I think for me, I don't do he a lot of comedy because, line. yeah, like a lot of the comedy, it's not funny to me because I don't get it. And then like, I have to fake laugh because I'm with people. And then, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, I feel like a jerk for lying that I get this joke when I don't really get this joke and it's not really funny or whatnot. But I ac- actually get Anthony Jesselnik, so... It's funny to me, so I enjoy. That is a riot. I think <laughs> it is so funny that you like him. He's, I find him, as a general rule, mostly unattractive. Like his oh. comedy. Oh, okay. I was, like, I was like, if you and look also, at him, he's really not attractive. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's very good looking either. I mean, he's not bad looking. I'm just not like, oh my God, he's so hot. No. Um, and Who his, are some of your shit. comedy, 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 com- com- comedies, comedy, comedians, comedy people? Um, so talk. Like if I really just want some like fun, silly, observational mm-hmm. kind of comedy, like everyday life kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I think Tom Segura mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is pretty good yeah. um, because he just he kind of sees things in a funny way that I do. Like, I don't think funny things always happen to me. I think just my recanting of them you can twist it and turn it a little bit and just make it kind of funny. Like every day things are silly to me. And I think that's what I like about his comedy. Um, 
I mean, I love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's insane. Like, the smartest person, smartest comedian I've ever seen. But I mean, like, I'll listen to, like, comedy-ish kind of podcasts, you know, like dating podcasts or armchair expert, something like that. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that Bo Burnham was so funny. I don't know Bo Burnham. So I did not think I knew Bo Burnham when I heard about this Netflix special coming out. And he's got a new Netflix special that just came out called, well, it came out earlier this year called Inside. Mm -hmm. It's about the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it's like he decided to take the camera equipment that he has at home. He's, I I didn't know he had turned out a couple of specials with Netflix previously, but it's kind of like the old Adam Sandler stuff where he'll tell jokes and he'll start playing silly songs through the jokes. Oh, okay. So he decided to do one of these inside in like this one, almost like this one studio type of place that he has at his house in the pandemic when nothing oh, was being filmed okay, okay. and art really wasn't mm-hmm. being created. It is phenomenal. Oh, okay. The songs are hilarious and it is just remarkable how well it's done. I had no idea he was so talented, but he was in this movie called Promising Young Woman that I went and saw like when the movie theaters first opened back up, like beginning of 2021. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to tell you what I think about his character if you haven't seen the movie, but wow, go see it. Um, But Bo Burnham, Inside, what a great, I don't think I love musicals normally either, but wow. If you aren't A, at least fascinated by how well done the whole damn thing was and all by him, like as a gen, like for the most part, all by himself, you will at least laugh at some of the, things because he talks about like having to FaceTime with his mom Mm -hmm. because you know no one was seeing each other (laughs) (laughs) teaching old people technology and just like all these funny things that kind of had to happen in pandemic but that's that's a really good one too that's one of my recommendations okay or a comedy like I'll turn on a rom-com I'll turn on Sweet Home Alabama how to lose a guy in 10 days like something totally cheesy and light i'll turn on scrubs reruns on like amazon prime i'll turn on friends reruns. Lately, i was just saying i was like lately i've been watching a lot of friends i'll turn on new girl i'll turn on happy endings i just found happy endings not long ago it is a hilarious tv show yeah so i mean like i think the theme of this is to f- find something that takes your mind off of things yes. and helps you just like you know like not necessarily like forget about life but it actually like forget about life and just be i guess you know yeah, like enjoy something yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so like whatever it is you know like so you know um one of the things that i try to think of is especially when i have to make a big really like important decision and or i'm stressed out about something really big in my life i just need time away from th- whatever that thing is um and I know that during that time, my subconscious mind is probably still processing it all, but my conscious mind is getting a break from all of that. And that is actually really, really important. Huge. And part of mental health. The subconscious part goes back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Sleeping is going to let your brain process through some things. So make sure you're getting a lot of that too. Uh, you were saying earlier, just kind of scrolling on Instagram. Scroll, like doing something that is mind numbing. Like for okay. me, watching Friends episodes back to back to back to back is mind numbing. And we know you don't watch relaxing. just one of anything. No, <laughs> no. I binge. <laughs> yes. I watched the entire season. She's That's like, how I watched 22 episode of Friends today. <laughs> what did you do? 
Yes. And so like anything like for me, it's like mind numbing things. So like whether it's scrolling or whatever it is, um, as long as you're aware of how it is making you feel like for me, watching friends is really like helpful for me because it's funny. But like sometimes I might be scrolling on Instagram and I start to get into like posts where I'm like, I'm developing like negative feelings that aren't helpful. Then I'm like, okay, it's time to get off of Instagram, find something else to help. Yes. And for me, if it's if I'm going to scroll on Instagram to kind of unwind, it's like mostly looking at pictures of Reggae Jean Page. Um, oh, those. Yes. Always. Or you can listen mood. to his incredible voice on the calm. Yes. App. Which is also a way to stress. Although they're not one of our sponsors. That's a twofer. Reggae yeah. Jean and the oh, calm app. Yes. Call nice. us. Oh. Oh. Either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Our number oh, is. <laughs> yeah. Um, or on that same note, I mean, you know, you can always have some sex too. <laughs> yeah. Or masturbate. Or I masturbate. Was say for me personally, it's just like, I'll just, I can take care of this a lot faster. <laughs> but maybe I want to take my time. Yeah. Have mm. a night of it. Mm. Pull out one of those Bridgerton books I read this year. Get myself mm-hmm. all revved up and then handle my business. This takes me back to an episode of Happy Endings. One of the characters is really high strung, really type A. And she's a like the president of her building's HOA. Is that what it's called in the build in a building when you have like an apartment building, like in a big city? Is it an HOA or whatever it's called? Um, she's like the president of and she's like really high strung and she's making all the people crazy and she's got all these rules and all these things. But so then she just stops everything. Oh, and she just does nothing for like one whole day and everything falls apart. <laughs> but in the middle of this one whole day, she's just been hanging out on the couch and her husband's like, hey, babe, did you like go grocery shopping today or there's no food in here? And she's like, there might be some leftovers in the crisper. And he's like, crisper's not where leftovers go. <laughs> and uh, anyway, she she decides to like, I'm going to go take a nap. Maybe I'll buzz one out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And her It's so cute because her husband goes. Buzz one out. It's a weird way to say snoring. <laughs> like just <laughs> over his head. Completely, completely misses the joke, and it's so damn funny to me because I'm like, yeah, girl, go get yours. That mm-hmm. is totally gonna get like you're just gonna be in a way better mood later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes again, physiological stress can be <laughs> managed in many different ways. Yeah, handle it. I mean, if you need to get somebody on top of you or under you, do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we've said that before. Many times, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I know it's on my mind all the time, whether I say it or not. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. My, I don't think anybody would picture you as the one thinking about sex the most in this duo. No, I, I fake it. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with you, Mandy. <laughs> oh, and on that note, hang out with some friends. Hang out with yeah, your friends who like, make you laugh. Like me, I, I always hang out with me. Mandy always helps me de-stress. <laughs> so whether it's talking through whatever's bugging you, sit down with like maybe a good sounding board person and like say like am, my I do this with friends. I'll do this with you. I do this with Shireen. I'm like, am I taking this wrong? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, do you know about this? Or like, let me tell you about what happened. Like, here's how I'm feeling this. Am I just blowing this way out of proportion? Because I have a, I recognize that our yeah fantastically imaginative human brains have the ability to do that sometimes. Um, so like 
bounce things off yeah. of somebody. Sit down with a friend. Go have some laughs. Enjoy a glass of wine. Don't enjoy two bottles of wine. But like, <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a time and a place. But like, sit down with a friend and like hang out with people who you appreciate and make yeah. you feel good and um, kind of let you just, you know. Sometimes you, wanna... you need to rant or sometimes you need to yeah. just vent. Um, on that same note, you know, from a professional standpoint, uh, something that I learned from Mel Robbins mm. is that, you know, on some of the days where she feels so overwhelmed and stressed about all of the things that she needs to get done, she will sit down with either like her personal assistant, her husband or something, and she'll make a list of all the things that like is stressing her out, like all the things that she needs to get done. And you, you know, you, she highlights all the ones that she can get done within the next three hours and then all the things that need to get done by the end of the day and then all the things that can wait for tomorrow or later that that week and just in your mind uh organizing all of the things that you need to get done makes you feel a little bit better because things are a little bit more organized sometimes you're overwhelmed because you feel like there's so much coming at you that it's not organized and you don't know where to start and so i was watching something from her and she had mentioned that that was how she had she was managing one of her like most stressful days where she knocked out you know the all like a list of like 10 things that she could you know she was able to get done in one hour and that knocked out like and made her feel so much more in control of what was happening and then she realized there was only 10 things that she needed to get done that day and then everything else she moved to a different like day that week and then she felt so much better afterwards yeah getting it out of your brain like but having someone help you like yeah when you're stressed you can say hey you know like I'm stressed about this and I've actually that was something I wanted to kind of mention today too like I've 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 been trying to get into the habit of like when I feel stressed or overwhelmed, I actually verbally say it out loud to someone because then I don't feel so alone. I don't know if that's a big part of it, but again, mentally, I'm not so alone in this. And sometimes what happens is it's me reaching out to someone to help me feel better. And in many ways, they'll be like, well, how can I help? And then I can say, well, I really need to get this done. Is this something you can help me with? And sometimes like they'll just go and do it with me or for me and then I feel so much better yeah I actually have heard you say that recently yeah. I would say in the last like maybe couple months like yeah I'm just really stressed about x y and z and I'm like oh I get that and a lot of times the things that you're stressed about aren't anything I can no but it's just nice to say it but yeah saying it out loud also I like that because it also kind of gives permission to the people around you to talk about feeling stressed because yeah. I think a lot of times we hold that in and we yeah. don't talk about it and we just think we need to internalize it and it's our yeah. our cross to bear or it's like it, ha it has to be on your shoulders so right. like one of the things is like you know miss kathy is one of our dental assistants at school and i am so thankful for her because she actually taught me she's probably one of the biggest most important reasons why i've developed that that safety like that safe feeling to actually say like hey kathy like I'm really stressed out about this, this, and this. And then she'll just say, well, I can help you with this and I can help you with that. And then suddenly there's two things that are off my plate and she's off to, and she's taking care of these two things that now, like, I'm like, wow, like, I can't believe just like saying something out loud allowed someone or gave someone an opportunity to help me. And now I feel better. And, you know, and they feel useful. Yeah. And the, yeah. And she's actually come back to me and she'll, she'll say like, Hey, today when you let me do like, and she's like, you let me do those two <laughs> things. Thank you for trusting me to do those things mm -hmm. and to handle that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, girl, you're the one that helped me. <laughs> like, you know, it. so it's really nice to be able to give people an opportunity to help you. And, and actually, like you feel so much better afterwards. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's that's great. I love that. It's very symbiotic. Yeah. It's like everybody gets to kind of be a part of the solution. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, love that. I love it. Reading a book. For me, I love reading a book. You know, I used to, I read all those books this year. I kind of stopped when summer hit, like I knew I would. So for me, reading isn't necessarily something that helps me de-stress, but if I find a book that I love, then I binge read and (laughs) like I binge, binge watch all my TV shows and then like nothing else is a priority except reading that book. (laughs) Mostly I was reading all those dirty Bridgerton books this Mm. year. So like it was easy to binge Mm -hmm, them. It was mm -hmm. like three nights and then they were done and then I was like. Now what am I going to do the next four (laughs) nights? I'm just going to imagine all the scenes I just read. But like I do, it is nice to like have a book and just sit down and get lost in it for a couple of hours. That was really fun at the beginning of the year getting completely well, lost in some little fiction and it goes world. back to like whatever ho- like hobbies that you have like what mm-hmm. you know like i know some people they get lost in painting some people get lost in dancing like that's something i'd love to do like when i'm stressed like i sing and i dance and that's how i get like maybe some of my frustration out or some of you know like it helps me focus and i'm doing something that i'm you know i feel like i'm good at so it builds my confidence so that when i do return back to what's stressing me out i know that i am capable I don't feel as discouraged. And so going back to knowing yourself and knowing what hobbies help you feel better about yourself. Is this like an organized dance? Are you learning like choreographed moves? No. Oh, okay. No. Dancing's like one of my twofer things when I'm... Actually, it's like a threefer. Here we Mm. go. Here we go. Multitasking. You're de-stressing. I'm baking. I'm listening to hype music, like something Mm -hmm. that I love that makes me, brings me up and... Like once things are in the oven, I usually spend about a minute and a half jumping around the yeah. kitchen in some sort of like wild mm-hmm. dance party move. Touchdown dance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, timers start going off and I have to start getting back into things. <laughs> but like, yeah, I will often combine like I probably dance like every day. And again, it goes back to like movement. Your body physiologically has stress, even maybe when you you don't even know it. Right. Agreed. I think that's all I have for de-stressing i hope uh, i hope it gave you all some great ideas or reminded you of some stuff that maybe you you know you used to utilize to help you stress de-stress and you maybe now you can re-implement it or maybe you've never implemented it some of these things and you want to try some new new ways to de-stress yeah or maybe there's everything like that's the thing there's no right or wrong way like no one thing is gonna fit everyone like maybe you de-stress listening to crime podcasts Ooh, sometimes i do Mm -hmm. personally that scares the shit out of me and i don't want to hear it i picture the scenes (laughs) happening in my own home and then i have nightmares so i like like horror movies don't de-stress me crime podcasts don't de-stress i want to listen to funny things i want to watch funny things I want Find out what light. works for you. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, try everything. If death metal de-stresses you, <laughs> like go for it. Whatever lets you get it out. That's what you need to do. Try everything until you find the 10 things that work for you and then put them into regular rotation. Be really consistent about them. Call back to our calendaring, yeah. to, our, to our time management episode, like book them into your schedule. And reach out and let us know what those things are. Please. Maybe there are things that we haven't mentioned that, you know, works for you and it can help other listeners. But we want to know what helps you. Absolutely. Please touch base with us. Let us know what your thoughts were and um, let us know what we might be missing. Because yeah. we, like Miley said, we love trying new things and we're always down for something new. And uh, we just love hearing from you guys. So. And if any of this uh, helps you or might help a friend, please feel free to share.
Yes. Tell people to listen in and uh, we thank you. Yeah. Until next time. I love you. Love you too.